0: Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz And we are cats. Alright, and welcome back to the show Okay, so we got a couple of interesting topics to talk about So we're just going to get going to them First and foremost, uh, the DC fandom uh, It's going to be on October 16th
1: uh, Beginning at 1pm uh, Eastern or 10am Pacific Mm-hmm. Um, and I think
0: it's in, also on in the international dates uh, as well It's going to be one big global event Like last year 24 uh, hours Uh huh and then once it's gone, it's gone. Once it's over,
1: it's over. Um, and... There's already been... Uh, can- oh, sorry uh, to interrupt, but um, I'm mm-hmm. reading some like little tiffs of like when, what, today, blah, blah, blah. And one of them is, um, um, according to DC Comics, they're saying... Little, little paragraph. In addition to... Quote. In addition to joining the DC Fandom at the main DCFandom.com destination, fans will be able to watch the event via Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. DC Fandom will be fully accessible on phones, tablets, laptops, or desks, desktops, allowing fans to take DC Fandom with them wherever they are. Yeah, so they're making it a lot more accessible to people than
0: last year, because last year was just all PC. Um,
1: and the internet connections.
0: Yes. Um, so some of the things that has been um, talked about on this, Is that there's been leaks and rumors and leaks that uh, Black Adam, they're going to show a trailer for Black Adam. Mm -hmm. And that they might have a release date for either sometime this year, rumors maybe around Christmas time, or the beginning of next year. Not only that, but we are going to have, there's another rumor that says that we are going to have a final uh, trailer for the Batman with an official date,
1: yeah, I'm reading from uh, um, the Vulcan Reporter uh, that they have their full uh, schedule is revealed. Oh, okay. So I'll just give you some stuff like, uh, for example, uh, little paragraph here. Uh, "Quote: Warner Brothers Pictures will showcase." Uh, Six highly anticipated titles for an exclusive new trailer for The Batman. New content from DC League of Super Pets. The first look at Black Adam, a sneak peek at The Flash. Mm -hmm. And behind the scenes looks at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom and Shazam Fury uh, Fury of the Gods. And then they have uh, for television... Want me to read it?
0: Yeah, sure, What they got for television.
1: Uh, Quote, Warner Brothers uh, Television will offer a look at new seasons of Batwoman... The Flash, Superman and Lois, and Sweet Tooth. Uh, semicolon a farewell tribute to Supergirl as it approaches its epic conclusion after six seasons. Uh, a celebration of one hundred episodes of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. The first look at forthcoming new drama Naomi, and a sneak peek at an upcoming episode of DC's Stargirl. Huh. They're not talking about um. Sandman. Okay. Yeah, uh, Warner Brothers games will feature new reveals from from the highly anticipated Gotham Knights, uh, Gotham Knights developed by Warner Brothers Games Montreal, and Suicide Squad: killed the Justice League developed by Rocksteady Studios. Uh, well,
0: there's a rumor about that. Um, there's a rumor going out there, going on that saying that that uh, NetherRealm might sneak in there. And they might
1: show a teaser trailer for Injustice 3. Mm. So. And I would continue with uh, DC Comics. They have stuff about DC Comics and share stuff about their next installment of the End of Epic Universe Batman Fortnite comic crossover. Yeah. Um, I'll read two for, um, two, two paragraphs for, um, HBO Max and Warner Brothers Animation. Okay, sure. Uh, HBO Max, quote, HBO Max will unveil an exclusive look at the upcoming series Peacemaker and limited event series DMZ. The streamer is also debuting more surprises and sneak peeks from new series as well as returning favorites such as Titans and Doom Patrol. All four series hail from Warner Brothers Television. And just to, like, you know, keep things short, um, uh, quote, Warner Brothers Animation will feature a look at the upcoming limited series Aquaman King of Atlantis, provide a sneak preview at Season 3 of the adult animated comedy series Harley Quinn, and share what's in store for Hashtag Harl Ivy, uh, capital, hashtag capital H-A-R-L, capital I-V-Y, uh, deliver a very early look at the next animated chapter of the Dark Knight in the, the all-new upcoming series Batman Caped Crusader. And give fans a preview of Young Justice Phantoms, warning there will be spoilers. And they have other stuff from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, the fandom, the virtual event, and what they did before. Mm. So no freakazoid. Well, now they can't because of poor Cosgrove. Ed Asner? Yeah, but they can always... Yeah. You know. Well, people can only replace... The person playing Cosgrove, but they cannot, like, replace the man behind Cosgrove. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, what are you excited to see on the DC fandom? Not much, except for Doom Patrol. I do like Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I do like Doom Patrol. Um, I guess I'm a bit curious about the Batman, just Mm -hmm. to see... Another take of another take of another take of another take. Right. Um, me, I would have to say um, season
0: three of Harley Quinn. I want to see where they go from there. Oh, yeah. uh, Doom Patrol. See what's going on with that. Uh, the Batman as well. The one, the one thing that's caught my eye the most that I think a lot of people want to see and um, want to look at has to be The Rock, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as Black Adam. Oh, yeah. And see where it fits in the DC movie universe. DC cinematic universe. Because um, let's face it, he's like the only person who can play that role. And, and let's see if he can live up to that expectation.
1: Mm. You know. Oh, and by the way, uh, before we, I guess, close on this, um, there's there will be the DC Kids fandom... It'll launch the same day. It's a kid-friendly experience. So...
0: Yeah. But I am also interested in Super Pets because... I want to see if they bring in uh, Streaky the Cat.
1: Fan favorite. Underrated. Or Super Chimp. Or Super Horse. I don't know. Please, it's always Howard the Duck and the Spider-Ham. Wrong company. Wrong universe. I know. I <laughs> know. But they have a medium in common. Uh, in common printed paper comic books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. So up next, we're going
0: from comics to gaming. Um, yeah. And this one I'm really disappointed with. Okay, so... Konami just came out and released... Uh, E-Football. Better known as the Winning Eleven
1: series. Or pre- Pro Evolution Soccer. Well,
0: that's the rest of the world. That's how they know it. Remember it as... I'll always remember as the uh, winning elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came out with E-Football. And it's not pretty.
1: Oh yeah, there was some that I was laughing at. Uh, phantom players. You see the ref and all of a sudden he turns into a colored shadow of himself and he's on the pitch.
0: mm-hmm uh, The now legendary face animations. The disappearing players. Um, the goalie kicking goals in. Or just not doing its job, the list goes on and on. Um, it's going the way of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and Fallout seventy six in terms of numerous bugs and glitches, and Konami had no choice but to release a, a a full statement of apology to the fan base of maybe what's left of the fan base after this. And say that by the end of this month. They're going to try and fix the situation. Here's the problem. If they take. Excuse me. If they take too long. Or. Even if the bug fixes are not fixed. And bring out more bugs. I hate to say it. But I think this will be the nail. To close up the coffin. On this. On the winning 11 series. And people are going to stampede towards FIFA. And this was a once beloved franchise. This was... It, it, there was years that it was better than FIFA.
1: Oh, yeah. I got, uh, what, seven? Eight, eight
0: nine eight, when they were first released. Into, uh, when the they were States first and released. PS2?
1: Yes. Oh, I was even seeing it when I was in middle school, high school. Like, you know, I saw the internet and I saw pictures of... Um, when they had the winning eleven series on PlayStation One, yeah, and as you know, the graphics were at the time. I was like, "Holy crap!" You know, it looks like what I like was seeing on TV. Yeah. Um,
0: but it also bring, it also raises up another question: Is Konami now just giving up on game development? Are they just like done with it? Did he want to? Did they want to go the way of Sega and just like bail?
1: No, 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 no. See, there's a difference. Sega was all hardware. There was a time where they whooped Nintendo's ass.
0: No, they did hardware and software. They gave up hardware because it was losing money um, and just focused on software. And even then, when they were focusing on software, they were... Every once in a while, they always... They they had a gem of a game. They released a gem of a game. A Good example. Sonic Heroes. The Yakuza series. Um... Streets of Rage Four, um, but ever but ever so often, they would crap out a stinker. Shadow the Hedgehog, the Sonic the Hedgehog release uh, release game for the PlayStation Four, um, and the many 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 useless games that I don't know the t- majority of the Sonic spinoff games that were just crap. I just say.
1: Yeah, but well, Konami's is kind of different. I mean, they could kind of temporarily leave because they they still have a bunch of other games like. And uh, no, fair no. warning to all of you: slot machines. Yeah, just they're pachinko always there, just like Castlevania. They're the hardest. You don't you know once you get a good payout, you, it is worth the fun and the wait. But you're gonna lose a lot of money in the process, and I learned that quickly the hard way. Yeah,
0: see, like yeah, that's the thing that's keeping them afloat: the pachinko and slot machine games. I don't know, but... Even though that, if rumors are out there to be true that they're supposedly in development of making a new Metal Gear Solid, a new Castlevania, and a new Contra game, isn't that a little too late for that for them? Like, shouldn't they just like
1: sell the IPs or just rent out the IPs? No, because they're holding on to them because they've worked since 1987 and early.
0: Yeah, and they haven't done anything with them. The last great game that came out of these IPs. Was Metal Gear Solid 4 when they had Kojima, and it's rumored that they're they're planning on doing a new Metal Gear game, and they're gonna hire Kojima as a consultant because he he was the only one that knew how that series ran, and the only reason why it, they let him run with it so far was because he had that freedom. That until until that horrible fallout that happened between them, yeah, between him and the company,
1: yeah. But for Konami, they're gonna have to like, you know, if they're gonna make, they they just need to bend over and kiss butt, or they could somehow resurrect what they did back in the eighties with Nintendo. You know, I mean, you know, making very successful games, and you know, do it, but but it's very. No, I have faith in them but it is very very hard to see like, you know, make me a believer. Mhm. That's the thing. Cuz they still have them but they got to make me a believer because right now I'm not really seeing it and they're taking too long. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They I mean, now be- we have the PlayStation 5 and you know, the new next-gen. They got to do something for them. They have to. And ugh. If it turns out that they're, you know, mm-hmm. it turns into shit, then oh boy. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But yeah,
0: but we just gotta see. We we get we just gotta wait and see what the hell they're gonna go on with that because it's just they're it they're just a disappointment. That's all I gotta say. They're just a disappointment of a company right now, once of its former glory days. They're that they're that one person that they just remember like you know that, that the Konami's like that one company or that one person that has uh do you remember when stories mm. do you remember of the glory days mm. that's what
1: Konami is they're like that do you remember well they need to, they need to apply themselves and bring some of that glory back nah. well we just gotta wait and see yeah and um
0: let's move on to the last topic of the day and New York Comic Con passed this past weekend already and as of recording as of recording yes and um within the within the New York Comic Con they have a prestigious award the Harvey Awards and this year they already well the Harvey Awards was on Saturday or Friday I can't remember when but uh they just already released the winners and we're gonna read off to you the winners and all of them were, were good, except one, and I'll tell you which one is that in a bit.
1: Well, I would go over. Do you want me to go over like all the? Uh, no, nah, just to the winners winners or Just go. Just, just go the, winners. the winners. Just the Because there's a lot of entries. Yes. But one so. winner. So there's hold on one. There's six categories. Two, six categories in total, and mm-hmm. I'll start backwards. You know, book of the year. You know mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll start first with um, best international book. And uh, the winner is goes to uh, Moms by Yong Shin Ma, translated by Janet Hong, um, published, I think, by Drawn and Quarterly. Yes.
0: Um, I actually read this book. It's really good. Um, let me see what else was nominated there. And the only other book that I can see that could have actually won this would have been uh, The Winter of the Cartoonist by uh, Paco Rocco. Really good. Paco Roku was, is a really good uh, uh, illustrator
1: and storyteller. So, but Mom was Mom's is actually a really good book. So, congratulations to Mom's. Uh, best manga, and the winner goes to uh, Chainsaw Man by Tatsuki Fujimoto of Viz, published by Viz Media. Yeah, I finished reading the full book, uh, the full series, and this is just the first story
0: arc of the of that series. Really great. The only other two books that I think um, that would have given it a run for its money would be uh, Spy X Family and... Uh, by Tetsuya Endo. Yes, and uh, Ranima by Juju Ito. Remina. Remina, Juju Remi- Ito. Ito. Um, and it's funny, too, because he came out with two books, and they picked that one. And I actually like the other one that he came out with. But still, uh, but still, they,
1: um, Chainsaw Man is actually a really good manga to read um, best adaptation for uh, from comic book slash graphic novel. The winner goes to One Division by Disney Plus, based on the Avengers, published by Marvel Comics.
0: Okay, this is the one category I think that they got the wrong winner. Um, to be honest, I thought if they would, if they had to pick a winner, it would have been between either Sweet Tooth, Loki, or Invincible. Those three were really, really, really good. But if I had to pick between those three, I would have gone with Invincible or Sweet Tooth. Um, Invincible was great. I liked where where it was and with the terms of the animation, the the storytelling, and everything, reminded me a lot of the comic series. Sweet Tooth is one of those few comic book series that was like kind of like the Walking Dead seat, like reminding me a lot of season one of the Walking Dead, where it was just like, oh my god, they got it right. And Sweet Tooth was just like that, but better. Um, But yeah, I think WandaVision, eh. Cop-out? It was a cop-out. A huge cop-out. That's what I thought. Due
1: to popularity. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Well, moving right along, we got Best Children or Young Adult Book. And the winner goes to The Magic Fish by Trung Lee Nguyen Random House. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A great book. It was it was really good, so um, yeah. Congratulations to
1: that one. Uh, digital book of the year, I guess this is where you know posted online because I'm seeing some of the uh, um, they have uh, no, so okay, to, 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 okay. But so the quieter. winner the winner goes to uh, Lore Olympus by Rachel Smythe, and she has her uh, link over here. Yeah,
0: okay. So the digital books are basically like online comics that you can read for free, mm-hmm. so those are considered to be digital books. And um, this was also a really good one. It beat it out Friday by um, Ed Burbanker and Marcos Martin. That one was really good. I read that one, and especially to Crisis Zone
1: was really good as well. So uh, congratulations to that. Too. And we go to I guess the big pot book of the year, mm-hmm. and out of uh, oof, I want to say ten or more than that, mm-hmm. the winner goes to. The Magic Fish by Chuan li Nguyen of Random House. Yes, congratulations to
0: Random House and for Chun-Li Nguyen. Um, really good. This was good. This was good, uh, good because there was actually a lot of great books here that was nominated. Uh, the tour, uh, the book tour was really good. Uh, Kent State, Four Dead in Ohio, that one was really, really good. Um, I had that last year high on my, um, uh, autobiography li- list books of comics and graphic novels and stuff like that. Go, that one Go that one goes uh, really much in detail about the incident that happened in Kent State.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the uh, author did a really, 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 um, did, did their homework on that one. Monster was also a really good one. Stone Fruits was also a really good one. Um, Save It For Later, Promise, Protest, and Parenthood was also really good. Um... Yeah, so this 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 one had a lot of heavyweight contenders here in this and um and the Magic Fish won it out. So congratulations to all to all the nominees and also a special extra congratulations to all the winners of this year's Harvey Awards. Um What do I think of it? Despite the one division winning, every other book does deserve the win. Um, they even knocked out, like, a couple books that I thought would have won, but surprised me, but other than that, they they got every one of those categories right, except that one division. WandaVision. I, I, like, like you said before, I thought it was a cop-out answer.
1: Oh, and, uh, also, um... Um, these are the following people who got inducted into the Harvey Awards Hall of Fame. Yes. Okay. Who are they? Uh, Bernie Wrightson. Nice. William Kaluda. Mm-hmm. Barry Windsor Smith. Nice. Rumiko Takahashi. Good. And Jeffrey Catherine Jones.
0: All right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, there you go. Congratulations to all those who got into the Hall of Fame as well. Um, other than that, what did you think? Of what?
1: Uh, New York? Oh, no. The Harvey Awards and the people who got into the hall of fame well kudos to them i mean um they you know during this time of uh you know with covid and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know with new york comic-con pasty you made a comeback um it's kind of good to seeing a little bit of what we would consider normalcy mm-hmm. but be- you know before this you know nastiness mm-hmm. and um you know, it's good that, you know, some, we got some new creators and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, you know, this trend will continue with uh, more new talent coming up like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that, too. Um, like, like I said, congratulations to all the entries into the Harvey Hall of Fame and also the winners of this year's Harvey Award. All right, so without further ado, that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, we'll be back next week for more crazy tales of... This, of pop culture and everything with it in between so until then i am captain cats and we are cats thank you guys so much i hope you guys have a wonderful time have a wonderful week stay safe out there and remember treat others with respect and they'll treat you with respect too
1: and be kind to one another until then take care yo ho